Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Gaming Face Bunch Gaming Roundup. And I've got Babster with me. Oh, I think it might be dying. Have you got the coof? No, just had a, a, a rough night. A good rough, rough night. night. A good rough night. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I won't ask the, the, the gruesome details, um, but I imagine it involved alcohol. It did. Alcohol and, and retro gaming as well. How about that? Alcohol, Put those two together. <laughs> it's like playing like drunk Pac-Man. Every time you take a power push to pause the game and take a shot. Well, there was, there was a bit of uh, drunk Street Fighter 3 Alpha going on. Ah. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Anyway, as I always ask, start the podcasts. What have you been playing? Well, believe it or not, I've been playing Starfield. Ah, yeah. So been playing I. Starfield. I'm still, I'm still enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking, I'm sticking with it. Um, and apart from that, last uh, yesterday, I was at the Retro Computer Museum in Leicester, uh, and that's in the UK for the UK listeners. And I was playing Street Fighter Three Alpha amongst. Other games there. They had a little land there again with, with Quake and uh, various other retro titles. But uh, like all events, I end up talking to everybody rather than playing games. Yeah, so, yeah I know. It's not that last but, I, but I did get to um, talk to a fellow YouTuber, uh, Barry. Um, who runs the Retro Shed, and he took with him a Ghostbusters proton pack. And, it's, and it was absolutely amazing. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll share some pics with you later, and uh, I've got a video of me wearing it and holding the wand, and it was, yeah, I was geeking out, <laughs> big style. So was there it heavy? Go. Was it heavy? Did yes, it heavy, okay. very heavy. Yeah, he's he's added all his own bits of wires and bits of tape, and he's done a few little modifications. He's painted it so it's um, got like a, a darkened metallic look. Um, it's awesome. It really is. So so I'll uh, I'll show you that later. Really cool. And how about you? What, what have you been playing, Gareth? Well, I had another go at Starfield, so I created a character. I called him Tits McGee. Um, and okay. It, you know, it's like, oh, fuck it. So I did that. Um, I started off, I couldn't land in the zone where the pirates are that you have to beat. So when you go to Crete, this is like the second planet, so you start off on the mining planet and then they get the ship and you go to the second planet and then you land at the... the, the the, the base and you have to take care of the lead space pirate so you can carry on about your business. Yes. It wouldn't let me it wouldn't let me land in that zone. Oh, okay. It let me land in another zone, which was fine. And all I did I played like No Man's Sky, so I just wandered off and explored for, for an hour or so uh, and racked up as much XP as I could I could get whilst playing it. Mm. Um eventually I went in and out of enough buildings and then tried to re-land. But I had to go back to the mining planet and then fly back to Crete and then land at the area. And that worked. So I've been... Maybe it's the Xbox version. I've just been having bugs and whatnot. 
Um, and then there's other things too, like um, when I land the ship, Vasco is standing on top of the ship. What? I've got footage of that. So Vasco's on top of the ship. I've got another one where I've stolen. I've stolen about four spacecraft. I am okay. doing. I'm doing Grand Theft Auto in in um, in Starfield. Every time I see a, a spaceship that's 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 parked up. I crouch, I hit the quick save button, and I go, right, okay, I've got silenced weapons, let's see if I can do this. Kill the people outside, jump into the ship before it takes <laughs> off, kill the crew. It's my ship. Awesome. I've stolen, yeah, I've stolen four ships so far. Sold one of them. I've still got the other three. Uh, so you've got the other three. So I've got, oh, Eclipse. i got one of their ships. There's a weird religious cult one. i got one of their ships, and I stole two Crimson Raider uh, ghosts, I think they call them. And I've stolen that. The downside is that I've got the the, the religious one. I can't remember what they're called because it's a lovely big ship. Uh, unfortunately, it's full of dead bodies. Like they don't go. Oh, okay. So every, so every time I get out of the chair, there's a captain who I blew his brains <laughs> out next to me. Vasco, like, oh. no could you clear that up? Uh, yeah. The other thing too is is Vasco kind of like folds himself up like a transformer and just sits there, and he won't come out with me. And he won't follow me around. But I, I'll be honest with you, I don't have a problem with that because I kind of like just lone wolfing it. I oh. need a backpack. That's all I need. It, it's because... probably a, it's probably a good good uh, reason that you haven't got one of the characters following you because I've got. Is it Sarah? Have, have you yeah, yeah, Sarah? Not, uh, yeah, that's yes. the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she she started following me, and I was all sneaky, 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 and I didn't want anybody to see me, and I shut the doors. Mm. So what does she do? She stands up, opens the doors, everybody sees her, starts a gunfight, and I'm there going, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, that's probably why I've been enjoying it, the fact that I've been on my own and I haven't had anyone kind of mm. fuck with my experience. But, um, yeah, I did I did that. I, I went and I think I got three pieces of whatever the, the ring nonsense is. Um, Mars is my favourite planet. I like Sidonia for some reason. No idea why. Um, okay. I don't I've think I've been to Mars yet because I've I went on that weird timeline of um, being undercover I, and, I, I, I and basically trees. screwing the Crimson Tide. So uh, yeah, I I haven't got that. I um, it was really annoying because I had to save Scum because I uh, I recovered some uh, contraband components. And they're like worth like a quarter of a million credits. And I'm like, wow, a quarter of a million credits. Where the hell do I sell these things? So I jumped back to Mars. I thought, oh, I'll try and sell them on Mars. And then the moment I get to Mars, it's like, we need to scan you for contraband. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. And then it's like, get to the jump drive, pick a star. That star will do. And then just jump to it. Yeah. And I've, I've managed to set up a small beacon on a planet. And I put the briefcase next to the beacon. So I can come back when I figure out where I can sell it. Apparently, you can sell it on Neon, according to the internet. Um, but yeah, I've got a quarter of a million credits sitting on a planet in a briefcase in mech parts. Contraband mech parts. Oh, you haven't been to Neon yet? I haven't been to Neon yet. Oh, Neon. I've been, I've been, I've been going all around the solar system. I think I've visited all, all the planets in the solar system, and I've surveyed a good chunk of them, with the exception of Earth. Actually, I haven't been to Earth. Oh, well. I need to so, go to Earth. So you haven't been on a ship that's full of robots... Everything wants to kill you, and then the ship decides to try and blow up while you're on it, and you've got to try and escape. Not yet, that, not yet. I that have bit been. It's amazing. That bit. I've really enjoyed that bit. 
I have been in a mech factory full of mechs where they've been trying to kill me. And there's like okay. one person running the whole thing. I found it randomly. I think it was in Triton. Was Triton? Or was it on Pluto? Anyway, there's like a there's a mech outpost where they're building mechs and stuff. And you've got the, the cool. Eclipse outside and you've got the mechs in the, inside the building. And there's like a couple of Eclipse people in there. But I've got some nice, nice beefy weapons. Some good weapons yeah. I've got. But it's growing on you, yeah? It's... Uh... I don't know because I've been avoiding the main storyline and I've been avoiding hanging around with characters. That's kind of the thing that the game really is. So I don't know when I go back to the main storyline that I'll go, no, I don't like this and put the controller down. Because as I said, I'm playing it like No Man's Sky. I turn the music off. I put my No Man's Sky playlist on, which I have when I play No Man's Sky. And I seem to enjoy it more playing it as No Man's Sky than as Starfield because I was playing it like uh, Fallout 4 or Fallout 3 in Vegas and I was getting no enjoyment out of it that way. So my bro I just went, well, I'll play it a different way. And and no man's guys thing. I've got fair enough. Yeah, I need neon for some of my fucking gun sights though to to put the gun sights together. And and the really annoying thing is you got to put you got to put like four points into the top tier of technician before you can get into the one that allows you to increase your ship's hold. This is really annoying. So if you're the uh, technician thing, you got to yes. put four things there before you can go to the next one down, which allows you to increase the the, the hold capacity on your spaceship. I've got yeah, the, I've got the weight one, so I can carry. I think I can carry about two hundred kilos worth of gear, which is great. So oh, my little okay. woman, tits, my little five foot five woman, Tits McGee, can carry two hundred fifty fucking kilos tits on her McGee. back. That's brilliant. <laughs> I was hoping the robot would say, "Welcome, Tits McGee," um, but it doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not. I can put it down if that makes any sense. You know when you have a good game, you can't put it down? I can put it down. Okay. But as I, as I said, I'm just going to get used to it. I've I've boarded a ton of ships. I've been I've got into like five big firefights outside, and I've boarded a ton of ships because it's like, oh, you can come aboard after doing this. Okay, cool. I'll board you. Um, but, yeah, I got into one fight with the Crimson Raiders, and they were like, it was like 20 to 1. Um, so I was like, fuck. Like, let's just like just turn the fucking drive on and run. So like, pause game. Do, 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 do. Let's go back to whatever the thing is. Barnard Star, I think I went to, and then it's fucked off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's maybe maybe it get better. Um, but as I said, I'm worried that I'll get into the storyline. I helped a guy with these trees. Have you done that? What's up? There's a there's a mission where you help a guy with the trees because the trees on New Atlantis are making a weird noise because they're ready to reproduce. Ah, okay. No, I did one where I was putting little. I I had to collect these uh, egg pod things. Egg, yeah, yeah scientific that's... scientific beacons, yeah. and that's when I got. That's when I got arrested because I did something naughty. So See, I didn't do anything naughty. I was fine. Mm. I have stolen ships and murdered people and got away with it, and I've got quarter oh. million credits of contraband sitting on a plant waiting for me to claim. Oh, I've I've been back to a planet and got arrested, and really? I've no idea why I got arrested. Was that what have I done? As soon as I turned up, you're coming with me. What? <laughs> I even tried to pay them off, and they was having none of it. They still took my money. I I, I uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we should get on with some stories. So let's, uh, let's go with our. So, if you're unaware, 
there have been a ton of leaks around Microsoft because they were, how can I put it? They were supposed to put some court documents out and then they linked to like an entire repository of things going on. So we've got lots of Xbox news. And one of the things in the leaks, I believe, oh. was Doom Year Zero. This is the latest t title in the iconic Doom franchise. Recently come to light due to leaked cork, dot cork, court documents in an ongoing case between Microsoft and the FTC. This revelation set excitement amongst fans as it has raised several questions in regards to a release window, platform, and more. So uh, the, the origin of the leak was it was from this FTC thing, so where they're trying to get hold of Activision, which I don't think is worth it, just by fucking Call of Duty and bin, fuck the rest, because you're going to inherit Activision's HR issues and... Um, that's not fun. Um, yeah, so it's the the these documents unveiled several games in development by studios owned by Microsoft, including Elder Scrolls Four, huh. Ghostwire Tokyo Two, and a remaster for Fallout Three. Interesting. The question is, if the if they're using the same bloody game engine, it's not going to be much of a remaster, and they need to do a nice updated one. Um. Uh, Doom Zero appears to be a brand new uh, addition to the Doom series. So I don't know if it's if Doom Eternal finished off that kind of little story bit and then we've got a whole new story. Maybe this is an un unwanted sequel to Doom 3, which it wasn't as bad as everyone made out to it. I liked Doom 3. Doom 3 was a great Doom game. It was it, just it was just separate. Oh, it was like it was like the Quake games, how different they were. You know, Quake 1, 2, Arena and 4. They were all different games. How about this? It wasn't a good do. It was a good game, but it wasn't a good Doom game. If that makes sense. In the in the in the Doom sphere, where you're running around shooting things and causing merry havoc, it wasn't really that. But it was a more of a jump scare Halloween horror house sort of thing in the Doom universe. Ah, <sighs> I, 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 I still think, think it I was did... a. I still think it was a good Doom game, but you would you have to set. The original Doom games aside, it was it was a new take, but it wasn't a bad take on it. Because mm. when that engine, remember that was uh, when that new ID Tech engine was released for that. Quite a lot mm. of um, games came out using that engine. I know oh. there was a, there was a Chronicles of mm. Riddick game which was really good. If you ever played that, it, it, I find it quite frustrating because that the current Doom engine game is good enough to run Doom on a Switch. Oh, you Vulcan a, with a Vulcan yeah. API. They've done Eternal on there as well, haven't they? Which is yeah. incredible. Yeah. So it's a really good engine graphically. Was maybe it's not got many party pieces and stuff that they can. They can put in there, but the, looking at the notes here, it's like kind of it looks like it's gonna be available for for PC and Xbox, um, but doesn't look like it will come out on PlayStation um, because Microsoft want that exclusivity, which they've not been having recently because they destroyed a lot of their own studios, which was clever at the beginning of the Xbox One cycle, and now they're having to buy their way through it. Plus, at the same time, too, they will get pissed off with Sony's having their exclusives. Um, so yeah, it's it, it, it's interesting, um, and it's funny. It's come through these 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 court docs. I, I'll be honest with you, I think all but one of the stories comes from these court document leaks that we've got in in, in the podcast today. So 
yeah, it's interesting. So, anything else you want to add? I was just wondering what they what they would do in the next Doom game, because um, Doom twenty sixteen was was pretty much perfect. Doom Eternal, I think, built on that even more. I didn't play much of the DLCs afterwards because um, they were rock hard. One of them came out, so I couldn't play it. It was just so difficult because too much time had gone by um, since playing it and then playing the DLC. So, so mm. my flow had gone. And Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just thinking Doom, Doom Year Zero. Could that be almost a remaster of the original Doom, but with the Doom Eternal engine? I think you might be onto something there. Hmm. I think you might be onto something there. Maybe it'll go. Maybe it'll be all the stuff that they talked about in the from the original Doom Doom. Yeah. Um, all of it. So yeah, that'd be interesting. The, the mark of sin or the, the, the whatever it is a sin. Face uh, of sin. I can't remember. What it is the What's that? You know, the weird goat head thing you have to fight in Doom? Was that the second game? Oh, the Cyber Demon. Not the, oh, the oh, Cyber Demon's the first one. The second one was the... Spider the Demon. Not the Spider Demon. You had the, 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 the... It was literally, you fought like a thing on a wall. And you had like four Spider Demons and some Cyber Demons. I just remember fucking struggling terribly with it. Marcus, yeah. anyway. Okay. It doesn't matter. It was the boss at the end of Doom. You know the big thing that you fight, the giant that you fight on the building? And you have to blow the bits of the arm off. Oh, that Doom talking. Oh, I was, I was. Oh no, no, nah, nah, yeah. that's also in. Yeah. Old yeah. Doom games too, but as I'm just literally as a panel on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Not as exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe we'll get to fight that that big thing. Anyway, mm. okay. in conclusion, the unexpected leak of Doom Zero has added yet a layer of mystery and anticipation around the game. Whilst the exact details of release date remain uncertain, fans of the franchise have a lot to look forward to, and hopefully we'll have more to report on in the future. So, next story. I'm taking my ball and I'm bloody going home. Um, <laughs> Xbox leaving the game industry would be better for everyone. Now, I want to read this because okay. I don't think that's the case. No. But it's still an interesting article. And the reason, well, I'll explain in a, in a moment. The recent leaks surrounding Microsoft Xbox have sparked debate about the tech giant's role and influence in the gaming industry. Um, this uh, guy from Metro shared their perspective and suggested that Xbox potential exit from the gaming world might be beneficial for the industry as a whole. Hmm, I don't think so, but let's see what they say. So um, we have the leaks. Yep. So Microsoft uh, unintendedly revealed a ton of their documents um, and their plans pretty much for the next 10 years. Um, plus there were emails from top executives, including Xbox uh, boss Phil Spencer, that have uh, provided an insight into the, into the mindset. Uh, Spencer's comments, uh, knowing uh, Spencer's comments about knowing better than Nintendo and claiming that Microsoft might exit the gaming industry if certain targets aren't met, raised everybody's eyebrows. Now, 
I don't know if this is in in my, in my notes, but um, Microsoft um, in these emails were looking at doing a cheeky hostile takeover of Nintendo. Oh yeah, about that. Never happened. Yeah. Never. No, happened. never happened. Do you know why? Because Nintendo are sitting on a far pile of cash the size of the north face of the Iger. Um, no way that would 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 happen. Um, I also looked up the figures of sales between the Switch, Xbox, and Sony, and there's yeah. there's there's no competition. Oh, the, the, the Switch is is kicking everyone's ass. Um, PlayStation Two is not uh, PlayStation Two. PlayStation Five is doing well. Yeah, I thought the Xbox was doing well, but apparently lots of Xbox S's have been selling more. Apparently, more Xbox S's are in the wild than there are Xbox X series. Yeah, we'll get that. These leaks. It, it was cheaper. I'll it get was that. cheaper. And the worst thing is, if you bought a PS5 and you put the S next to the PS5, they look like they belong together. Okay. Look, if, if you look at it, look at that. It's white and black. Oh. Like your PlayStation's white and black. It's they. They were like, mm, we could. Now you see, to me, when when I see them together, I see. A mini fridge and a camping stove. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, making him feel hungry, that is now. Oh, I could do with a bit of nice, 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 strong bit of cheese. Um, mm. But yeah, it's. Uh, there's arguments that Microsoft had a negative impact on the gaming industry compared to Sony or Nintendo. Um, Sony, uh, Microsoft's. Um, Strategy is a little destructive, so we're talking when they bought out the Xbox 360 and they had horse armor in Elder Scrolls. Crikey, you remember that? No. We had to pay 60 Microsoft points. This is the first microtransaction ever to make it into the press. Not the first microtransaction, but the one that made everyone go, well, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. I was um, PC gaming, so, yeah. Well, that's the problem, is when the 360 came out, it kind of destroyed PC gaming. Because what they did, it was they started moving all the developers onto the 360 stuff rather than having them on the on the PC side. And then and then you got the strategy games that people are made like Age of Empires because they weren't making 360 games. Um, they went bye, and, and then they lost all these studios and shut all the studios down. And now they've got to buy new studios. Um, well done. But then again, Microsoft are sitting on a part of cash too, like Nintendo. Um, but hey, these things are that. So I think that. They've done some good things. So the good things I think that you can say that Microsoft have done is network connectivity. Oh, their, network, pla their platform yeah. is second to none. Yeah. I, I, I would argue the Xbox One generation, some of the network features versus the PS4 generation network features weren't very good. Okay. Like joining parties weren't as, it wasn't as easy as it was on the PS4. Someone did the sure. homework on the PS4 and no one bothered on the fucking Xbox. Well, now we've done it already. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Again, I've always experienced PC networking, so it's been, always been fine. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got that. Um, and then there's the, the, the aggressive buyouts of, of, of companies, which is kind of shrinking the market. It shrank when we had the Xbox One and the PS4 generation, when we lost a lot of companies through mismanagement and now it's shrinking further as they're buying these companies um, the worst thing is, is is they should be buying the smaller companies and building them like Sony does uh, and increasing the gaming industry rather than going for the top dogs and shrinking the gaming industry because the people who always won the console wars and stuff were those who could grow so for example when PlayStation came along uh, console gaming was seen as quite kiddie and niche yeah 
PlayStation came along, it went, it was, it was the teen twenties dance music sort of thing. And the kids just came along for the ride at the same time too. Microsoft 360, Microsoft 360 kind of increased it through the networking and the Xbox um, Live. Um, the Wii, everyone could play because the controller, the problem that they saw was that people would have trouble issuing, playing with the controller and the buttons and stuff. Again, grew the market. Um, 3DS, touchscreen, again, grew the market because it was expanded to, to more people. Um, maybe that's a bad example. Um, but Nintendo if, know what they're doing. It's weird. Yeah, it is. It's just they have they have their they have their fans, and but more importantly, they keep their fans happy. Yeah, they made and one they give their screw fans up. What they, want. they made one screw up, and we know what that was. It was the Wii U, and that was only because of marketing. Marketing screwed that up because yeah. everybody thought it was just a Wii with a handheld screen. They didn't realise yeah. it was a more powerful console, but it was the precursor to the Switch. Mm. I was debating to buy a Wii U the other day. I saw one in um, it's CX. Fantastic console. Just make sure you get the uh, the black one. Yeah, yeah. I saw it was going for about eight quid. I thought, like, oh, I could, I could, but mm. anyway, the, the debate around Xbox role in the game industry is multifaceted. While some view the strategy is aggressive and potentially harmful, others see it as uh, a major player pushing the industry forward. Regardless of one's stance, the recent leaks have certainly ignited discussion about the future of gaming and the giants that shape it. But it's quite simple. Competition is good for everyone, all the consumers. Not good for the corporations, but good for us. The more competition, they're going to have to figure out how to cut prices, make things better, even though the game increase, and, uh, and be more innovative. And I'm going to say it again. Atari are coming. No, oh, are. They... are they? Yes. Okay. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> in that confusion, <laughs> next time. All right. This is just a, a, a weird one that I saw. Mm. I thought it sounded interesting. Yeah, Elon brilliant. Musk crashes Grimes Cyberpunk 2077 recording session with a gun and demands a cameo. And demanded a cameo, sorry. Um, Elon Musk, the renowned business magnate, is no stranger to making headlines. Uh, recent biographic, uh, bi biography has unveiled a rather intriguing incident and unexpected, as he unexpectedly crashed a Cyberpunk 2077 recording session armed with a centuries-old gun and demanded a cameo. That sounds like him having a laugh. Yeah, that but he just... Like him. But that's what he does. That's what he yeah. does. But fair play. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I like stories like that. Like, there's some stories about um, Mick Foley from WWE, which are fantastic, and, and there's, a, there's a guy before him, he's precursor, who, who are both as mental as each other. Uh, anyway, going back to this, um, the incident in the biography by... Walter Isaacson revealed that Musk made an unexpected appearance at a recording studio while his ex-girlfriend's grime was recording her dialogues for her character, Lizzie Wizzy, in Cyberpunk 2022. Musk's entrance, he didn't just walk into the studio, he wielded a 200-year-old gun and insisted on having a cameo in the game whilst mentioning he was armed but not dangerous. Grimes noted the evident tension in the studio. Could you imagine that? You're at work. 
and your other half bursts in with a gun, says, I want to be in this meeting, or something along those lines. Just, why, did did he walk, you why did he walk in with his flamethrower that he, that he created? I don't, I don't know. Um, there have been some brown trouser moments. <laughs> it, oh, God, yeah, no, because that thing works. There's a 200-year-old gun. There's a good chance. It's like a fucking musket, so it's going to take him 20 minutes to load the damn thing. Yeah. And finally... <laughs> um, the game's developer CD Project Red eventually gave in to Musk's demands. His likeness was used for a non-playable character NPC in the game, uh, specifically the bathrooms of the Arasat Corporation. During the beginning of the Corpo Life Path. I, I did the Corpo Life Path. I can't remember that. This is no. typical. Nice has now messaged me back. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, the Corpo Life Path. Another revelations book. Um, Elon Musk's personal life is an instance where he, he got the actress Amber Heard to cosplay as Mercy from the game o Overwatch. And he shared a picture on this on Twitter. And it was... Uh, it was a nice picture. Um... <laughs> Okay. So, um, so yes, um, the name of Musk's and Grimes' third child was revealed as Technomechanicus, which sounds very Warhammer. Um, so, yes. Um, have you ever burst into uh, your other half's work and demanded anything? Don't think okay. so. Don't think so. I've turned up for, you know, for, do you want a lift? Or, you know, but uh, no. Yeah. It's um, giving me some ideas, though. <laughs> no, it's giving me some ideas. They're going to bring guns to meetings. Um, Elon Musk's influence, influence and reach is beyond the realms of technology and space, but he revealed the unexpected intrusion into a game recording session and his demand for a cameo uh, showcases unpredictable nature. As the gaming world continues to intersect with real-world personalities, one can only wonder what other surprises lay ahead. Next story. <laughs> I was expecting that to go away, but hey, sorry, listeners. Uh, leaked Microsoft documents reveal 2028 next-generation console Xbox release plan. Um, so, Microsoft yeah, need so, a plumber. Oh, dude, they've got... They, the worst thing is that Microsoft have this, this special bit of tech that copyrights documents out of their system so they can find out who leaked it. But this is just like kind of oh my god, it's terrible. But we've got lots of lots of meaty things to talk about from it. Go on then. Uh, recent recent links unveiled Microsoft's ambitious roadmap for the Xbox upcoming years. These confidential documents provide a glimpse into the tech giant's vision for the future of gaming, including the release of the next generation Xbox console in 2028. I wonder if Sony are releasing one in 2028 too. I think they probably are. November 2028 or October, I imagine. Um, just saying. Mm. Uh, Sony can probably get there a week before them, because that's the shit that Sony pulls. <laughs> it's so childish. Uh, the source of the leak uh, is a series. Total leaks came from a thingy. Um, it, this is what we were talking about earlier. Um, the leaked emails indicated that Microsoft's interest in potentially acquiring Nintendo 
a move that would significantly reshape the gaming industry. And as we said before, I don't think, unless it's a hostile takeover, because the, the email indicated that they were secretly buying up shares on the sly. So unless it's a hostile takeover, I don't think it's going to happen. But at the same time, too, Nintendo now know about this. So they're going to turn around and go, are you buying these shares for Microsoft? We just put a clause in the contract that you're not allowed to buy this for a competition on behalf of our competition. Um, or something along those lines. They'll fucking plug that hole because they've got a... Uh, what do you call it? Um, they've got tons of money. and they, 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 they don't want Microsoft. I don't want Microsoft to have them. Again, shrinks the market, ruins competition with less people in there. In the, the only way this could be any good is if Sega re-entered into the market. And I know you're going to sit there and say Atari, but unless Atari have become best pals with AMD... Because if all of a sudden you hear an Atari AMD kind of team up, because that would make sense. Imagine putting a, a fucking thread ripper and um, whatever AMD graphics card, what the Radians. I think we watch this space that they are. It, it's just what they're doing at the moment. Yeah, they're releasing, re-releasing old consoles, but it's the way they're doing it and it's the speed that they're doing it. I think it, it seems to me they're just gradually building their profile up. It might not be for a couple of years, but they are getting in mm. the queue, definitely. But saying that, they could buy um, they could buy one of these people making like Steam decks and bits. So they could go to them and have them, and they could do a Switch style thing. So you can take it. It's like a little mini Steam deck. You can take it clever and do some optimization and stuff with it. Why um, not? But outside that, 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 the thing saying that they were going to try and acquire Nintendo, Microsoft plan a refresh for the Xbox X and S in 2024, indicating a commitment to continuous hardware improvement. But at the moment, I don't think it's worth it. I really don't think it's worth it. Unless they're going to. I've seen potential shots of and digital X version. Um, but again, I, I, I don't see any any point in it. I know that we've got the Xbox Series S one terabyte black version for when Starfield came out. But what's the X? I don't know if this Xbox digital version is, is going to pop up too. Um, yeah, so we've got that. So 2028, they're planning on putting a, 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 a console out. So at the moment, they were, it's described as a cloud hybrid games console they tried this before it didn't work with crackdown 3 where you were supposed to have multiplayer and it was supposed to have this massively cool destruction and the destruction would be handled by a server rather than on your games console so it could look as cool as shit and just send the information back as graphics to your machine that didn't work out um the mention of cloud hybrid gaming is particularly intriguing. It's just that Microsoft intends to combine local consoles again with remote hardware capabilities. And it's funny because it says I put in the notes Crackdown 3. I kind of jumped ahead there. Um, and they looking at releasing a handheld console too. Yeah. Um, which is I didn't put on the notes. Their, um, their end game here is to get rid of physical media completely um and i i think that they are going down the mobile phone route where you won't buy a console anymore you'll just you'll just pay a subscription you'll automatically have the ultimate pass or they'll they'll, mm. they'll split it they'll start to split it but you will get the console but it will be for streaming that looks to me as though that, that 
that's going to be the end game for for Microsoft. I think they really need to focus on getting their games out and getting games out because there's no, have you no, no Gears of War. Have you had any Gears news about Gears of War? No. No Gears of War six or anything or Gears Reloaded or I don't know some. Because that's, that's the thing that's kind of making me go, well, what are Coalition doing? Because that's the studio that took over from um, Epic, uh, was Epic or no, Unreal, um, doing Gears of War. Well, let's face it, all they've, been, all they've been talking about for the last year or so is, is Starfield. There's been no... Yeah. It, it used to be Halo. It used to be yeah, Gears um, of War. Now it's just mm, Starfield. So they are, like, running out of games and stuff. That's the bit that gets me. Again, they're looking at buying the big studios and shrinking the market rather than building up smaller studios and increasing the market. And I think that sounds like a losing strategy. Because they've got to be like good. Because they're not interested in the gamers like Nintendo are. That's what it mm. is. They're just interested in making money. Yeah, I don't think the problem is I don't think they're making as much. I don't think they're making as much money as they want to. Well, and the, I think the, the figures are there for you, for you to mm. say. Nintendo are mm. still king. Whether you like Nintendo or not, mm. it's yeah, it, it, it's it's weird. Uh, anyway, the gaming industry is an ever-evolving, and these leaks provide a tantalising pre preview of what's on the horizon for Xbox enthusiasts, with plans of hardware refreshes, potential acquisitions, and groundbreaking next-generation consoles. Microsoft seem paused to redefine the gaming experience in the coming decades. As always, we'll keep you updated when it comes to these stories. Fingers crossed that they grow the market and they increase the games that we get to play rather than shrink them because that's worrying. And the other worrying thing too is when they seem to acquire studios, they take the IP and then run the IP into the ground. Where's my Gears of War? I'm expecting a Gears of War. There's no Gears of War. Give me Gears of War. And with that, um, next story. New controller will take on the dual. Uh, sorry, oh bugger! Fuck that! Run out the gate. New Xbox controller will take on PS5 DualSense with new features. Microsoft's Xbox controller is set to undergo, undergo a significant transformation to rival the PlayStation 5's DualSense leaked documents. Again, reveal a plethora of new features and enhancements for the upcoming Xbox controller. Codename Sibyl, uh, which is slated uh, for release next year. Now, my biggest criticism when I got my S series and Knight had pretty much the same, the controller was nothing special. That was like a toy. We got, yeah, it it, 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 it wasn't anything special, uh, and it didn't, it, it, it didn't, um, it didn't do anything. It didn't bring anything new to the market apart from having a share button which the PS4 had a share button way, way back at the thingy, and they could have put that in on the Xbox One because they had the share function there, and it would have been nice with the controller refresh, but nothing really new. Fucking battery packs, guys. Dump the battery packs. I hate that. Absolutely so you can charge the controller up on its own. Um, so I use my... Uh, sorry, I am just going to say, I use my Xbox um, control, controller wired. I just mm. put this... 
I'm sick of running out of batteries. So I got I, I buy extra high capacity Duracell batteries. They last like I think they about sixteen hours out of them. Okay. But they're not they're not cheap though. No. So like 2,800 milliamp hour ones. A pair of them seem to last me a good while. Um, the problem is I've got, I'm starting to run out of them because they're starting to die. Um, so again, comes from this leak that that, that they did to the court documents. Um, so they called it. Uh, they uh, called it Sibyl, um, which design is reminiscent of the classic Merl Merlin Xbox Joypad. Merlin Xbox Joypad. Any screenshots of that? I don't think I have. No. No, I haven't. That's annoying. I should have put that in there. Um, so, yeah, Joypad. Um, its final design is a, a, is a placeholder. So, they've done the grippy thing, which... Sony did with the PS4 controller, but haven't you um, got that on the? Um, you do have it, it on the, the current Xbox, and you do get it on the PS5 and the PS4 controller. But what's, it seems they've kind of, if you look here, they've kind of put a whole thing along the bottom. What's the so, What's the uh, the Pro? What's it called? The uh, the Xbox Pro Pad? The Pro? Oh my God! No, that's the one with the bloody switches under the bottom that costs like three hundred pounds. Yeah, what's that one called? Is it called Xbox Pro Pad? It's, it's called Xbox Massively Expensive Pad. That's what it's called. It's called. Why would I do? Why would I buy that? I could buy, buy a fucking Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. You can, unless you, can pull unless the you are a. Yeah. You can put the buttons down the bottom, and you can have them like a macro and whatnot. Which is, uh, if you're um, a pro, if you're a pro gamer, it makes sense. But oh. for normies, for the guy who, who picks up the. The Xbox controller eight o'clock on a Thursday evening to have a couple of hours of gaming. It's it's not worth it. No. Um, but it's like kind of it's it's got a load of features on here. So it's got rechargeable and swappable batteries, recycled material, less resin uh, repair and disassemblement should be easy easily for the sustainability. Uh, durable and reliable. The new module thumbsticks. That's one thing I do like about the Xbox controller. I think the thumbsticks are quite good. Yeah. The thumbsticks feel like they're going to last. Have all the thumbsticks on any controller. That's the one thing that they had on the one Xbox controller and the um, the Series X and S. On the thumbsticks are, are good. Um, modular thumbsticks. So it looks like you can replace the thumbsticks. Um, and then it's kind of lift to wake up. So it looks like if you put it down, it stops being used pick it okay. up bump it uses the direct cloud feature so when we had stadia remember stadia stadia's only cool thing that they did was that they um had it so the controller went directly to the internet to reduce latency yeah so instead of going through your console and then through your console to the internet it just went straight to the internet and it looks like they're doing the same there with the thingy. Considering Stadia stopped, I imagine they probably bought that pattern off of them to, to, to use for their controller for the next 20 years. Um, which means there was a benefit to Stadia in the, in, in the long run. It's got haptic feedback, uh, sensors, accelerometers, quiet buttons, and thumbsticks. Um, yeah, it's... The customization on the, the timeline... Well, it's saying it's got, it's got Xbox on. Wireless 2 and Bluetooth 5.2. Mm. So wireless and Bluetooth. So the combined. wireless is so it can collect directly to the cloud. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So it's not. I don't think the wireless is for the console. I think the Bluetooth is for the console, and the yeah. wireless is for the internet. Yeah. So it make, needs to have a wireless transmitter sense. on it. Yeah. And yeah. I think the Stadia controllers had something similar on there. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I agree with they need to they need a refresh on on the controller. Um, yes, the controller is nothing special to write home about. But just skimming over all those features. Do any of those features make me go, oh, I need that pad? No. Uh, these are like, I described these ones like the cloud gaming one because every so often I do use the cloud games. So I look and I find something that looks interesting, but I can't be bothered to download it. You have the option to play it on cloud. I'll play it on cloud to see how I get on with it. Played one where I had this weird bouncing ball thing I took from planet to planet to planet. It was good for a couple of hours, but... I didn't really want to waste my time downloading it, installing it, taking up hard drive space, maybe uninstalling something else. So cloud gaming was a much better, much better option for that. Yeah. If I, um, if I had to pick two features that I like the look of, it, it's basically the rechargeable and swappable battery. And yeah. I like the idea of the repair and disassembly. Yeah. That sounds interesting. But everything that, else. It, yeah, whatever. I can remember the good old... Good old days when you could fix a controller yourself. Yeah. But um, they've kind of gone. Everything kind of has this built-in obsolescence, which isn't isn't very good. Um, but the gaming landscape continues to, uh, continues to evolve, and Microsoft's Sybil controller underscores their commitment to innovation and enhancing the gaming experience. Or just trying to play catch-up with Sony and Nintendo in regards to this. As the release um, date approaches, gamers worldwide will be eagerly anticipating the opportunity to get their hands on the revamped Xbox controller and explore the myriad of new features. If it comes in red and blue, I might get one because I like getting controllers in red and blue, um, both PlayStation and Xbox, but I don't need one at the moment. But I like the idea of the, that improvement, they, they, especially the battery one, um, the That's wireless one for the thing. The wireless thing for the uh, cloud gaming it was also a good thing. That would be quite good for, say, if you're playing on um, like a tablet or phone, mm. and that's sending it through rather than it having to reroute through your phone. That might reduce latency and make things a bit more playable. Maybe. You can't play things like Twitch shooters over cloud, but you can play the more single-player games. So <sighs> Call of Duty you can't play. It's spending all that money on buying Activision. You can't get Call of Duty. Um, to play on cloud, that is, sorry. Um, but hey, it's interesting. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, there are more leaked stuff there. I just picked the ones out that I, I thought were interesting. I did long as I covered the, the Nintendo buyout, which wasn't, I didn't find a, a direct story on because it was just literally the sneakily buying up Nintendo shares through third parties and then acquiring those third parties. It's so, a, uh, Nintendo will be aware of that now. It's a good way to keep current, isn't it, with these. Uh accidental leaks well no this this <sighs> mm, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is i don't think that i think this is an i do think this is an accidental leak you don't want nintendo knowing that you're secretly buying up their shares in the background is the first thing you don't this... want playstation to know that you're you're planning on releasing a, a console in 2028 they probably know already but Depends if you, you don't want them to have it confirmed it depends if it's a deliberate leak to put somebody off the scent of what you're actually mm. really going to be doing. 
Microsoft, look how big Microsoft are. Look what they've run. Windows, they've got security there. Accidental leaks, I don't buy it. Mm. <laughs> no. I want to know who's getting in trouble for these leaks. That's whoever's in the legal department, because it came from the legal department. Name. Name that person. Name and shame that person. Oh, we don't want to name that poor bastard. They're probably a temp. <laughs> probably. It was like kind of... Pushed it all on somebody on a YTS scheme. Yeah. <laughs> poor bastard. I'm fucking, it's, just, it's just doing a bit of temp work there, trying to pay the bills. Can you just make sure these documents get through to the court? Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, cool. And while you're there, go and ask for a long wait. And a glass hammer. Tartan paint. And some tartan paint. paint. That was the one tartan we paint, had. Glass hammer. A long wait. And a bucket of sparks. Oh, God. The one that I liked was our, our, our commercial team used to break at new people in by telling them to phone up Marwell Zoo and speak to Mr. C. Lion. See. <laughs> but they write it down C and Lion with a Y-O-N. Yeah. So they just give them a post-it note. I need you to call this number, and they do it. And it was just everyone would just fall about. The other one was um, before we got rid of our phone system was the ink pad. So you put an ink pad their phone. So you put oh. the receiver and you'd ink pad the phone, and then you'd phone them up, and then they turn around and goes, "Why are you calling me?" And they go, "No reason." And they put it down, and they'd have a big mark. And it was weird. I would always let them. I'd let them have thirty minutes of having the mark on their their ear, and then it's like, then I tell them, it's like, "Okay, we've had a laugh. Now you need to." Need to wash it off, gents. Yeah, that's um, it. <laughs> but yes, that's all fun and games. Anyway, on a rather short note this week, um, that's it from me. Do you got anything else you want to add, Babster, before we uh, sign out off out of here for the podcast listeners? Only that Atari are coming. They've got the Atari 2600 Plus coming, and they've got the Atari Pro coming. So I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for the Dreamcast 2. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> okay <laughs> and on that note we had no spectrum jokes this week or Amstrad jokes I feel very cheated but not uh, we didn't have time we've had, had, had a rough run guys so uh, thank you very much for listening and we will catch you in our next podcast say goodbye Babster yeah cheers guys see you later